Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally, not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. We are talking with Christian Reagan, running for Congress in the North Carolina 11th District. He needs your support. He will not be taking money from lobbyists and uh, corporations and anyone, anything that will corrupt him. And go to his website, Reagan for Congress. That's F-O-R, ReaganforCongress.com. Go through his website, support him. Talking to him is, is, is an honor and privilege for me. He's definitely, definitely knows what needs to be done. You know, we've been talking about money, and one of our problems is our country is is weak because we are in debt, huge debt. Talk about that. What does that mean? Well, it's amazing, right? We're we're faced with a thirty four trillion dollar debt. Uh, currently, our uh, interest payment alone going forward per year is going to be about a trillion dollars, and we only take in about four point nine trillion. So we're probably going to be running between two and three trillion dollars in deficit spending for this year and next year as well. Now, of course, uh, you know, we've talked about McCarthy, right? And um, of course, their um, solution to the debt problem was uh, creating a bill called the Physical Responsibility Act. You remember that back in May? Yep. And uh, Unfortunately, what they did is they removed the caps uh, through uh, January 2025. So the debt limit has been increased uh, since 1960, I believe, uh, 78 times. It's amazing, isn't it? Terrible and totally destructive. It, it, it is. So so anyway, so their, their, uh, their solution was to create this bill called the Physical Responsibility Act. Boy, it sounds great, doesn't it? Well, unfortunately, uh, it removes all spending caps between now and January 1st of 2025. It's going to continue to increase today. At the time that they enacted that law, we were at about $32 trillion. Since then, which has only been about four months, we're almost at uh, $34 trillion. It, uh, it continues to fund the Green New Deal. We've talked about that, climate control. But it uh, continues to hire uh, 80,000 IRS agents. Uh, it does nothing to secure our border. The bottom line is this. More Democrats voted for that bill than Republicans. We have the majority in the House, right? And it took more Democrats to vote for that bill than Republicans. 
And guess who else voted with that? Chuck Edwards, my opponent. He voted with the Democrats on that bill. And then he comes out and he says, well, hey, uh, it was a historical bill. It was historical. It was a stupid bill, but it was historical. But number two, he said it was going to save the country $2 trillion going forward. It's ridiculous. Absolutely insane. Um, and you know what's amazing is when they when they first started negotiating this bill back in January, Edwards had said two weeks before they actually voted that he would never go along with the Democrats. But yet two weeks later, he did. So why did it change? It's amazing to me, and this has been going on forever, right? They, you know, you you have this process of of appropriations. Now, I believe there's 12 appropriation bills that Congress has to consider. And yet they cannot get that done. They they haven't been able to do it in the past. Now, I think the last time they were able to do that was in 1997. And the last time that they actually were able to uh, eliminate deficit spending and pay down the debt was in, I believe, 1996 uh, with New Gingrich. So... We have this history of Congress continually increasing the debt limit to the point today where it's $34 trillion. And in going forward, we're going to be paying interest payments of over a trillion dollars a year from a budget that we only receive about less than $5 trillion. So 20% of the money that's coming into the coffers of the Treasury is going to go right out the window. So that's that's money we can't use to short Social Security, for military, for all the programs that that you and I rely on as as U.S. citizens. So it's it's a major problem. I mean, we are completely um, have gone off the cliff. There is no physical responsibility in Washington D.C. None, and and we're at the point now where we're broke, and yet even today. They act as if there's plenty of money and it's available and it can do whatever they want because they can print the money. Well, unfortunately, the repercussion of that is uh, there's a war on the U.S. dollar. And it's a significant war. And we need to protect that dollar because if we lose the status of that dollar as Americans, I don't care how much money you have to make. I don't care how hard you work, how much money you invested. It doesn't matter. If the dollar is worthless, it's going to be worthless for everyone, whether you're rich, poor, or in the middle. And so Congress has got us in this position. Currently, there's no urgency for a correction. And it's absolutely insane. It's incredible to me that Chuck Edwards voted for that bill. I think any Republican who did should not be in Congress. Uh, that, that was... Uh, I'm at a loss for words. Uh, you cannot continue to spend money you don't have. I mean, you know, and this all goes back to 1913, worst year in American history as far as one of the worst. 16th Amendment, 17th Amendment, and the Federal Reserve Bank. 16th Amendment uh, was allowed them to steal money directly from the people, with income tax. 17th Amendment took away the state power by having uh, senators elected popularly instead of appointed 
by the states. Federal Reserve Bank has destroyed our currency. In 1913, one ounce of gold, which I think at that time was worth about 12 bucks, uh, you could buy a first-class men's suit for one ounce of gold. Currently, you can buy a first-class men's suit for one ounce of gold. Uh, and it's now about $1,800. And that kind of gives you a sense of what the Federal Reserve Bank has done to our currency uh, by printing currency without the financial backing of gold. It's fiat currency, worthless paper dollars. I bet you that really just irks you. It, it does. Richard Nixon took us off to gold, but but even before that, the Federal Reserve Bank was busy printing money at an alarming rate. Certainly much worse since the 70s. That is for sure, because uh, the value of the dollar was still reasonable back then. But when you start printing worthless paper dollars, there's just no limit to how much you can print. And there's uh, certainly no bottom to protect how low the value of the dollar can go. No, I heard uh, Warren Buffett talk about that, and uh, they know the concerns of deficit and their debt. And uh, you know what he said? He said that, well, yeah, we can we can just print more money to pay the interest on the debt. And I thought to myself, what an irresponsible statement to make from a person that uh, that you know people look up to. And I just thought to myself, man, the the leaders in this country have no sense of purpose. They have no sense of urgency. It's almost like it's orchestrated. Well, it is orchestrated. And you touched on it, and let's talk about it. The Green New Deal is one of the tools that the authoritarians are using to steal our rights, uh, take away our freedoms, uh, and force us into submission. So, 1978, it all started out as global warming. Uh, they claimed that by the year 2000, 11% of the species on Earth would be frozen out of existence. A global cooling did not occur. It actually got warmer, so they changed their tune to global warming. That actually is not occurring, so they became climate change. Anyone who has any brains or knowledge of history knows that the climate on Earth has been changing since Earth was formed, uh, there was a time on Earth when the surface temperature was 430,000 degrees. There's been a lot of cooling since then. And most importantly, where you and I are sitting right now, a mere 20,000 years ago, this area was covered by a glacier two miles thick. There were no cars. There were no coal-fired electrical plants at that point. At Glacier melted and went away, and we're sitting here on God's green earth. So, climate change, what do you think? Well, I've been in the financing uh, business my almost my entire life, okay? I mean, that's what I do. I work for a bank. I've, I've been an independent mortgage broker. And so what I do are loans. And I can assure you that if climate change was a real problem and then our oceans were rising, to the point where 
uh, people are hysterical today. But there would not be one mortgage that was originated either on the east or the west coast of this nation. Because we're talking about 30-year notes that these banks are lending their money to consumers to buy those homes. So the risk would be so substantial that they would not do that deal. Uh, I'm in agreement with you. Uh, climate change is a means of uh, extracting money from the middle class to give to these people who are extreme. Uh, and their ambition is to destroy our nation. Uh, this, this thing that's going on with Biden, uh, the war against uh, our energy is, is uh, crazy. Uh, I think that our, our, probably our best resource in this country is our, our reserves for oil and gas. We have more oil and gas in this country than any other place in the world. And the quality of that oil and gas is far superior than any other place in the world. And so I think these these um, global elites understand that. They understand that's our strength. They understand that's our power. And they're trying to take it away from us. How about coal? Look at all the coal we have. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a natural resource. Absolutely. I agree with that. I think, you know, if you, if you have a natural resource, you know, we should be able to utilize that, whether it's coal, whether it's oil, whether it's natural gas. You know, I'm not against wind. I'm not against solar. But those two things alone are not going to provide the stability that this economy needs going forward. It's just not we were talking with Christian Reagan running for Congress in the North Carolina 11th district. He needs your support. He will not be taking money from lobbyists and uh, corporations and anyone, anything that will corrupt him and go to his website, Reagan for Congress. That's F-O-R, Reagan for Congress.com. Go through his website, support him. Talking to him is, is, is an honor and privilege for me. He's definitely, definitely knows what needs to be done. Well, climate change has become a religion to some people. And that's what the problem is. And there is, it is not based on true scientific fact. There's plenty of evidence that a lot of that data is completely faked, purposely faked, computer models, you know about computers, garbage in, garbage out. When you have a computer model and it's got a trend, what you choose to put in as the starting points and the assumptions determine where the trend takes you. And if you control, if the trend makers control the process, all we're going to get are really, really bad fake predictions. And that's what we've got. And they're using it to absolutely petrify with fear of the people. The majority of people I talk to that I interact with, they, they get it. They understand. Um, again, it's I believe it's those people in leadership that are pretty much uh, obligated to the special interests and the lobbyists in Washington, D.C. And they're going to do whatever they're told. And unfortunately, that that's the problem. I don't believe it's the American people. 
I think the majority of American people understand that uh, we can't rely on solar. We can't rely on, um, on wind power. You know, we have to rely on the resources that are available to us. But you talk about Rockefeller and his history. You know, he he uh, he had he was a propagandist too, because he labeled uh, oil and gas as a fossil fuel, so that people would think that it was rare. But unfortunately, that that's not the well. Actually, unfortunately, that is it. You know, it's not a fossil fuel. It's available. It reproduces in the earth. An amazing thing, just in Texas alone, we have enough of one gas to supply this entire country for the next few hundred. And that's and that's really the point. Um, earth is a carbon planet. Everything on Earth is based on the carbon molecule. Every living thing is based on the carbon molecule. Carbon dioxide is not the, the fact that the, anyone in government would try to tell people that carbon dioxide is poison. I mean, they must have flunked the third grade biology class. I mean, carbon dioxide is what plants require to grow. You get rid of carbon dioxide, everyone's going to starve to death because no plants will grow and then we will have no food. And I used to say that climate change was a hoax. It's not. Climate change is real. We need to be adapting to climate change because that's how we survive. We have the brains to devise the means to adapt to climate change. The hoax is that mankind has the ability to actually significantly alter the climate in any significant way. I'm in agreement with that. Um, I guess the only climate change that I probably agree with is, I remember several years ago, we were building a cabin back in 2016. And it was, uh, I believe it was like the 1st of August. And I got up that morning to drive to Texas and uh, about 4.30 in the morning, it was 54 degrees. And by the time I got to Texas, at uh, five o'clock that evening, it was 104. So I'm, I'm definitely in agreement. Yes, climate change is real. There was a medieval warm period when uh, the Vikings had farm, actual farms on Greenland with raising crops and animals, and that lasted a couple hundred years. And then the climate changed the way it is now, and guess what they did? They left because they could not sustain their economy as the climate got colder. So climate changes all the time. Uh, we have to adapt to it. It's a very slow progression. You know, what we're seeing and hearing from these people that are alarmist is that, you know, these things are going to happen within the next two or three years. And that's just not true. There's just no data that backs that up. They have created this sense of urgency because it helps their agenda. But in reality, like I said, 20,000 years ago, we're, we'd be sitting on a two-mile-thick glacier. 20,000 years in terms of the age of Earth is just a blip in Earth's history. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The rights to own private property.
that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. Everything, everything, everything. 